Robin Hensel is there though. He wants me to take the boat out on uh, Manukau, but it's uh, so tidal out there, and you only get about an hour window, don't you? you got, by the time you put the boat in, and then you got to take it out again, it's so tidal there, so uh, I don't think I'll be bothering with that. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, I heard about that. I heard about the big shark that got hooked here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, good to be with you guys, and uh, great to be able to come. So much happening, isn't there, leading up to Christmas now, and all the different activities, so encourage you to be involved in it, and... Uh, a lot of just, uh, just fun things, but really the heart is that uh, we can minister to our communities, we can touch our communities, and uh, so I encourage you uh, to come and to bring people to all the different things that are happening. I remember uh, this time, or it might have been a few weeks, it would have been a few weeks earlier than this last year, I was suggesting that you might have your production in the new building. Uh, I heard that Ash says it'll be ready by Christmas. Uh, well, maybe, depending on the council, so uh, I'm not sure what Christmas that will be if it's depending on the council, but anyway, hopefully it's pretty close to it, and uh, that's really exciting too, and we really just uh, uh, just took a group through there just through the week, and it's just outstanding, it'll be such a blessing to the church here, uh, but I guess, you know, buildings are not for the sake of us, is it? Buildings are for our community, so again, really encourage you, use it, invite people, and uh, it's uh, just a great venue for us to reach out to the city. Amen. Well, I just want to share a little bit, just one of the stories out of the life of Jesus. And, and Jesus took Peter, James, and John uh, up into a high mountain by themselves, and they had an encounter with God. We call it transfiguration, a mount of transfiguration. It was like a special time, and Elijah and Moses came down and met with them, and uh, God spoke to them audibly. I don't know if you've ever had an experience like that with God. Uh, really, in my own life, I can only think of like just once that there was like just there's such a heavy uh, presence of God. It was just like the anointing was so strong that, you know, we really were almost unable to stand under the anointing of God. And, and uh, like they are life-changing things. For me, that was, I felt, was the call of God on my life to be involved in ministry. And so they had this an amazing experience with God up on this mountain. Then they came down and from the mountain, and quickly they came back into reality. They were met by a man who brought his son to Jesus, and his son had a demon. And they had earlier asked the disciples to set their son free, but uh, the disciples were not able to do it. And so the disciples come to Jesus, and they say, you know, why couldn't we do it? Why couldn't we command this demon to go? And so Jesus teaches them about faith. Remember, he's just come down from this high mountain. So this mountain's right in front of their eyes. He's just come down and he's talking about faith. So you've got your notes here in Matthew chapter 17 and verse 19. It says, Then the disciples came to Jesus in private and asked, Why couldn't we drive it out? He replied, Because you have so little faith. Truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will uh, move. Nothing will be impossible for you. So Jesus is saying to them, you failed in getting the victory because you lack faith. You failed in the physical because of something that you lacked in the spiritual. Uh, you didn't fail because you didn't have passion. You didn't fail because it wasn't the right thing to do. Wasn't, you didn't fail because you didn't have energy. Uh, but you failed because you didn't have a right perspective. You didn't have faith. And I, I, I can fail in an area of something that I can see because of something that I can't see. 
And that's what happened in this situation. See, it's possible for your mouth to be saying something uh, that your heart does not really believe. It's possible for you to be uh, speaking something and uh, you're speaking words, but you don't really believe the words that you are speaking. And, and, and so this, the disciples here, uh, Jesus takes them and, and he sits them down and, and he, gives, he begins to give them an illustration. He said, if you had faith, even as a grain of mustard seed, he takes a physical thing and he teaches them a spiritual truth. Jesus always did this. He, he took physical things. He took uh, things like types and pitches and, and, and things like corn and wheat and all of that. He took physical things and, and he used them to teach spiritual truths. And so he does this in this situation uh, here. And he said, he's saying to them, he said, this is how potent faith is. He says, if you have faith even as a grain of mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move and it will move. Now remember, Jesus has just come down from this mountain, and so this mountain is just there, right in front uh, of their eyes there. And so he uses, as an illustration, he com compares a mustard seed to this mountain, which is just right uh, in front of their eyes there. And he says, you can speak to this mountain that's right in front of you, be thou removed, and if you do not doubt in your heart, it will get up and it will go. So what Jesus is saying is that you do not need a lot of faith. He's saying, don't make the excuse that you're just a young Christian. Don't make the excuse, maybe I'm not a very strong Christian and, you know, I'm, I'm really struggling in my faith and things like that. He's saying to them, you only need a little bit of faith. What's so uh, striking in the story here is the contrast between the, the frailty, the, the smallness, the minuteness of a, a little mustard seed there. Uh, it is one of the smallest seeds that you can possibly have, the comparison of that to this great mountain that they just come down from. See, a mustard seed is just so small. If, if, you, uh, if you put one in your hand, it's just like tiny. If it rolled around in your hand, maybe got in the cracks of your fingers and dropped on the floor, I, I would struggle to be able to find it again. Uh, the great Korean pastor, Yongi Cho, he tells this story uh, about how he was given a mustard seed and he was like amazed at the smallest of, of this mustard seed and he wanted to show his whole church and so when he got back to his church, he, he lined them all up and he stood at the front and he had this mustard seed and, and the people came down and they just marveled. You have faith just as the size of a grain of mustard seed. And then they marveled at, at the illustration there that Jesus used, just the smallness, the minuteness, the potential of faith. And, and so they looked at it and, and, and an old grandmother came down and, and, and her eyesight was not too good and, and, and she came down and, and she got closer and closer trying to see this mustard seed and, and her, her, her breath blew it and it went on the carpet and, and, and they looked and they looked and, and, and they couldn't find this, this mustard seed and God said to Cho, if your faith needs to be so small that it can be blown away by a grandmother's breath, you can never say to me that you do not have enough faith. You know, the Bible says to each of us is given a measure of faith. Every person to each of us is given a measure of faith. See, I want to talk to you about that mountain that is in front of you right now. You have something that you're working through, something that you're facing, something that maybe looks impossible to you, that you never think is going to go away, you're never going to get on top of it. The answer is, is a mustard seed of faith in God. You say, I, I only got a little bit. 
I haven't got much. It's just, it's just a little wee, wee bit of faith. But if you have faith, that is all you need for that mountain that you're facing right now. What you already have is enough. See, if, if you have faith, even if you have 99% doubt and 1% faith, that is enough. That, that, that's enough for God to move. See, what we walk out and, and we've got to face that mountain again. We've got, we've got that thing in front of us and, and, and that mountain in front of you can block tomorrow. When you've got a mountain in front of you, you can sometimes think that life is not really worth living. When you've got a mountain in front of you, you, you can't see beyond that mountain because the mountain lo- blocks your view, so therefore the mountain blocks your vision. But if you've got a little bit, Jesus is saying, you don't have to have the equivalency of your faith. Your faith doesn't have to be as big as the mountain. What he's saying is that it doesn't have to be an equal fight. I can remember when we were looking at buying the Jehovah's Witness land and, uh, and Manuera there, the beautiful site that we've got there. If you've been to it, we've got about, uh, we had a, at the time we brought about 17 acres of land. We've sold five off, but uh, we've still got about 12 and all the buildings were there and the opportunity came to buy that and we didn't have any money. We'd just spent um, uh, nine million the year before completing, uh, doing the first stage of the school around there, our junior campus at Golflands. And then we just borrowed another four and a half million off the bank uh, just a couple of months before that, uh, just to buy some land off the golf course up the road from the Botany Church. And then the opportunity came for this, 14, 14 and a half million dollars to buy this. And, and uh, I can remember just looking at it and thinking, man, this would be awesome. You know, we had outgrown our facility there in, in, in Manuera, and uh, this would be awesome. And I said to the congregation of Botany, I said, maybe when Jesus fed the 5,000, the Bible says that he asked them to feed it, but he was doing this to test them, but he already knew what he was going to do. I said to the church of Botany, I said, maybe God is doing this to test us, but he already knows what he is going to do. Today we own that land and uh, it's amazing. It's fully self-funding. We don't contribute. In fact, it contributes back into uh, the other ministries that, that we do. You know, we own that. It's amazing. Today we have a, a similar situation. We have the opportunity coming up before us. We can buy our Papakura property uh, that we've just set up the church in there. And again, it'll be a huge amount of money. But again, you know, amazing opportunity, great potential for the future for us. The vision that we have for the south of Auckland and beyond, the things we want to do with schools and teachers training colleges and other things, this would be a great asset to have. You know, pray with us and believe with us that God will make a way. Okay, and say it again. God, maybe he's doing this to test us, but he already knows what he's going to do. See, I'm, I'm struck with the potency of faith. The contrast between the size of the seed and the size of the mountain. The potency of, of just that tiny little bit of faith that you may have. You know, you don't have to have a mountain of faith for a mountain of problems. God doesn't weigh it the way that you weigh it. He doesn't see it the way that uh, you see it. He doesn't do it the way that you do it. He's not going by what you see. The mountain that you see is not the mountain that God sees. See, it depends where you are looking from. If you're up in an aeroplane and you're flying over, you could be flying over the Himalayas. You look down at these Mount Everest and so on. It doesn't look very big depends where you are looking at it from imagine if you are seated in heavenly places as our lord is you know looking down at a mountain 
He doesn't see it as we see it. It may be a mountain to us, but it is not a mountain uh, to him. I'm not dismissing that what you are facing is irrelevant. There are big issues we face. There's stuff that we have to go through that sometimes we are outnumbered. Your, your mountain may not be trivial, but sometimes God gets you to do something or to be something or to say something, uh, to get something, and, and he knows that you are outnumbered because the size of the mustard seed doesn't have to be the same size as the mountain. See, what are we going to do? You know, remember the story in the Bible and had Elisha and, and uh, her servant goes out in the morning and opens the door to get the newspaper and looks up and they're surrounded by the enemy. And all around him, he quickly closed the door, runs into Elisha, you know, and uh, he says, what are we going to do? We're surrounded. And, and, and the Bible says this, it says there in, in 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 17, Elisha prays, open his eyes, Lord, so that he may see. Then the Lord opened a servant's eyes, and he looked and saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. You need to see your vision. You need to see what it is that you're looking for. You need to see it through the eyes of faith. If you're not careful, your mountain can block your vision. See, David said, Though the host should camp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war shall rise against me, in this will I be confident. There's a confidence we have that the mountain that we are looking at, that we are facing, is not the mountain that God is looking at. And it's not a mountain to him. The second thing I want to say is that your mountain can take your voice. Your mountain can take your voice. If you're not careful, the mountain will do it. You, you can just stand there and look. You, you can have a big issue that you are facing. You've got something that looks impossible. And, and if you're not careful, you just look at it. It robs your voice. You just look at it and you just feel depressed. Man, you think it robs you of your confession. I love the verse in Romans there in chapter uh, 10 and verse 8 to, uh, to 10 in, in the Message Bible. It words it this way. It says, the word that saves is right here. As near as the tongue in your mouth, as close as the heart in your chest. It is the word of faith that welcomes God to go to work and to set things right for us. See, when the word in our mouth is in agreement with the faith in our heart, then God can work. See, when the word in our mouth and, and our heart, when the two of them go together, God is able to work. God is able to do miracles. He's saying if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you can speak to the mountain. He's trying to explain to them why they had uh, not been able to cast out that demon. Maybe they had lost their voice. See, maybe the demon was, was showing off and making a lot of noise and saying, you can't touch me, and, and uh, maybe cause them to back off a little bit. Demons do this. You know, they, they, they make a lot of noise. They make a lot of show. They, they can foam and fall and carry on. Look at Matthew chapter 17 and verse 14 in this one, a situation here. It said, when they came to the crowd, a man approached Jesus and knelt before him. Lord, have mercy on my son, he said. He has seizures and is suffering greatly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. I brought him to your disciples, but they could not heal him. Notice the words that are saying there. He often falls into the water, often falls into the fire. Notice the word often, repetition, same thing, over and over again. If you've ever been involved in deliverance ministry, after a little while you find there's a predictability about it. There is a sameness. See, it seems to be a repetition 
after, little, after you've been involved in it for a little while, we used to be involved years ago, not too much now these days, but years ago, after I think, I've seen all this before. You know, like it got a bit boring after a while. You know, you think, oh, I've seen all, all this before. You know, it's, there's nothing new. Because why, whatever you're going through, someone else has been through it before. It is not new. The, the enemy is not a creator. Only God is a creator. The, the enemy just copies. There's, there's, there's just a repetition. He just copies. There's the same thing over and over again. And so Jesus is saying to the disciples, it's not who makes the most, mo, the most noise. It's not the one that shows off the most and has the most bravado and stuff like that that wins. Jesus is saying, you didn't win because of your lack of faith. You didn't understand who you were in Christ compared to who a demon is in Satan. Satan is just a defeated foe. They are servants of a defeated foe. Knowing who you are in Christ. See, we have an authority because we're sons and daughters of the living God. And we need to exercise that authority with our words. See, speak to the devil. Speak to sickness. Open your mouth. Speak to things in faith. Don't let life just come and knock you around and knock you down and, 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 and rebuke you. And, you know, don't speak to it in faith. Have confidence who you are in Christ, that he will work all things together to, for good to those that love him. Don't let the mountain rob your voice. Jesus said to the disciples, you didn't win because of your lack of faith. Then the third thing I want to say is that your faith will give you victory. Your faith will give you victory. See, sometimes our perception of being small comes down to how we see ourselves. See, I, I can stand here and I can see everything in the room. I can see the carpet. I can see the sound up the back. I can see the screen. I can see all you folk. I can see everything in this room. But what I can't see, I can't see myself. I can't see myself. See, if I wanted to see myself, I, I would need to have a mirror or something like that, something reflective so that I could uh, look at my, myself and that. I can't see me. My eyes are not positioned. They are not designed so that I can see myself. See, all I can do is, all I can imagine myself. I, I, I can image, I have an image in my mind of, of myself. My my imagination of myself is based on the image I have of myself in my mind. How do you see yourself? See, the, the mountain can clearly block your vision that is directly uh, in front of you. The mountain makes sure that you, uh, that you see it. It blocks everything else. It, it makes sure it's right in your face. It's challenging you. It's right there before you. It, it, it makes sure that you see it. And, and Jesus is trying to teach a lesson here to, to, to the disciples, you know, that sometimes our perception of being small comes back to how we see ourselves. Remember the story in the Bible where the 12 spies were sent out to, uh, into the promised land to have a look around, and, and uh, when they came back, 10 of them gave a bad report. And Numbers chapter 13, verse 30, it's in your notes there, it says, Then Caleb silenced the people before Moses and said, we should go up and take the possession of the land, for we can certainly do it. But the men who had gone up with him said, we can't attack those people. They are stronger than we are. And they spread amongst the Israelites a bad report about the land they had explored. They said, the land we explored devours those living in it. All the people we saw there are of great size. 
we seemed like grasshoppers in our own eyes. Look at that. We seemed like grasshoppers in our own eyes and we looked the same to them. See, how they saw themselves was the way in which the enemy then treated them. That's how they, no wonder the disciples couldn't cast out the demons. Their perception of themselves robbed their authority to do it. See, faith is a perspective. Its strength depends on how you see yourself. It doesn't, it doesn't live alone in your life. See, when you came into church this morning, uh, there's a whole lot of things that are living up in your mind. There's some faith that's living up in your mind. You each got a measure of faith, uh, but also uh, right across the street is Brother Doubt, and then just down the road is Sister Fear, and uh, then Sister Anxiety, she's just over there. Aunt Depression, she's got another little apartment up in your mind there. She lives up there as well. And, and uh, all of them live in your mind with the community in this community. Uh, and faith lives in this community. And when you walked in the door today, you brought the whole family with you. They all came in there with you today. And so sometimes our smallness is imagined. You know, sometimes our small, smallness, it's, it's, it's imaged on us. Where do we get those images from? Who told you? Who told you you were stupid? Who told you you couldn't learn? Who told you you couldn't do it? Who told you you'd never be loved? Who told you you'd never make it? Who told you uh, that you uh, would always be a failure? Who told you those things? See, we need to open up our mouths and speak. Because we've got images inside of us that, that are telling us something else. See, faith of any kind always comes from hearing. Faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of God. So faith, our faith grows through, through scripture, through the, through the word of God. But you, you didn't believe you were dumb until you were told, someone told you you were dumb. You didn't believe you could never learn until someone told you you would never learn. You didn't believe you were unattractive until somebody said you. You know, your unbelief is based on a result of something that you heard about yourself and then you believe that. And so your life becomes a self-fulfilled prophecy about things that you have heard about yourself. And since I can't see me, all I can do is image me. I can imagine me. I can image me. And if I see the wrong person, then I'm going to act out of that image. I'm not going to act in faith. If I see myself as small and having no value, then I think we can't do it. They're too big for us. We can't take the land. They're too big for us. You know, and that whole negative community that lives in your mind, they all come out of their little boxes and they all agree with you. They say, yeah, that's right, you can't do it. Yeah, let's get depressed together. You know, and, and, we can't, and you can't do it. But, you know, the seed, the mustard seed, see, like it's easy devalued. It's easy devalued. It's easy underestimated. But it shouldn't be. When you think about it, like a mountain, a mountain is what it is. A, a mountain there has, has no growth potential. If you've got a mountain, I think uh, the largest mountain in New Zealand actually shrunk in size because there was a bit of a slip at the top and, and it's not as, small, uh, not as large as what it used to be. It is not growing. See, a mountain is what it is. It's fixed. It's what it is. But a mustard seed, a mustard seed has unlimited potential. It can grow into a tree. It can produce a whole lot of trees, a whole forest of mustard trees. You know, it's, it's absolutely 
uh, limitless. It may look smaller than the mountain, but the potential of the mustard seed is far greater than the potential of the mountain. This is what Jesus said in another passage. Mark chapter 4, verse 30, it said, and again Jesus said, what shall we say the kingdom of God is like? Or what parable shall we use to describe it? It's like a mustard seed, which is the smallest of all seeds on earth, and yet when planted, it grows and becomes the largest of all garden plants with such big branches that the birds can perch in its shade. Bible talking about Abraham, father of faith. In Romans it says that Abraham grew strong in faith. There's the potential to grow. See? The mountain is just going to stay the same. The problem will stay the same. But there's a potential for us to grow. When we started the church 34 years ago, what was our huge budget of $700 a week? It's not a huge budget today. (laughs) Well, it was only $700 a week. I'd be a happy man, you know. We we have grown uh, in faith. See, as, as we step out in faith, God enlarges our capacity. What we thought we could never do becomes easy for us. See, the job that you thought you could never do, you now, now excel in that. See, the responsibility that you thought that you could never hold, you now do that with confidence. The worry before you became a parent of how I got responsibility for this little baby, you know, and, uh, and, and now, you, now, now you do that, you know, you, you're confident in that role. You do that with a confidence. You see yourself different now. Our goal is we preach the word of God to you week by week is what we're trying to do is we're trying to regenerate the community in your mind, house by house. We're trying to go through and, and, re, and take control of the neighborhood, one house at a, at a time. We're taking over the community and still, until you're walking by faith, until you're talking by faith, until you're living by faith, until you're thinking by faith, until you're raising your family by faith, so you're doing your business by faith, so you're facing adversities in faith, you're trusting God in faith. Have faith in God. Not just faith, but have faith in God. Faith, this is such an important thing in our Christian life. Uh, there's, there's one thing that the devil is constantly after. He's after your faith. You say, oh, you know, people say the devil's after my finances, the devil's attacking my house, the devil's attacking my business. But what he's doing is he's attacking your faith, trying to rob you of your faith. He's, he's, he's trying to make a great big noise so that you get distracted. So the noise, the mountain becomes so big in front of you that it robs you of your faith. I, I can have faith in God when I don't have faith in myself. Your faith moves God. Your faith shakes heaven. Your faith rebukes the devil. Your faith rebukes disease. Your faith gives you courage. Faith gives you confidence. Your faith reaches into the spirit. Your faith embraces the word of God. Faith is so powerful, so potent, that even if it's just as small as a grain of mustard seed, that can be... Blown away by a grandmother's breath. It can move a mountain. I want to encourage you today, have faith. You're facing some stuff today, you've got some big issues and some big problems. Have faith in God. Grow strong in faith. It will transform your life. It will transform the church, the community, as you move in faith. Let's pray, shall we? Father, I just pray, oh God, Lord, that we will be a people of faith in you. Lord, we'll put our trust in you. We'll put our hopes in you. We'll believe in you, O God, Father. 
that you will move mountains, O oh God, that you will do the impossible. Even, even with the building, O oh God, that you will move the council. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Come on. Thank you, Pastor Luke. What a great message. Come on. One more big round of applause. Pastor Luke, awesome. What a great message.